Welcome to the Unbecoming Podcast, where you can join me, Stephanie Baranowski, in an authentic, personal perspective of my expat journey and my many travel adventures. Grab a beverage of your choice, set yourself up in a cozy environment, and be prepared to be inspired. Each episode, I open up my personal narrative of what it's like to unbecome everything you once were in order to become everything you were meant to be. Let's dive in, head first, eyes closed, and a strong cup of tea. March 21st, 2023. It's a new moon. Now, I've been following the moon cycle for uh, quite a while now. But this concept has only been a new thing to me. I haven't always followed the moon cycle. And I think I started following the moon cycle right around when the pandemic started. And it was my new way of just diving deeper into spirituality. And I had a lot of time on my hands to really investigate and understand and keep track of the moon cycle without it interfering too much and me getting sidetracked with other commitments because, well, we had a lot of time in the, in the pandemic, let's be honest. And so diving into the moon cycle... As I learned more and as I researched more, the powerful energies that come from the moon are incredible. And I'm not just saying this as like, you know, hokey yogi jargon, because, you know, that a lot of that gets thrown around. And, you know, I find a lot of people just check out, including myself, once people start talking yogi jargon, even though I am a yogi, I'm a yoga teacher, I've been a yoga teacher for 10 years. It just really doesn't interesting. My there's nothing truthful about it. You can usually tell when somebody's not truthful or they don't even believe it in themselves. They're just like throwing the jargon out there. And so when I really started investigating the moon cycles, at first I started doing it as a way to like set myself on schedule. Like, okay, there is like a a ritual around the moon cycles that people follow. And, you know, every new moon is an opportunity to set new goals for the next moon cycle. And every new moon is a way to, you know, energetically release what no longer serves you. So, you know, anything that you're holding on to, whether it's anger about something, you know, it's a past experience, or maybe it's a goal that, you know, you're no longer really interested in but you're just holding on to it for the sake of holding on to. So it's a, a way of releasing these things. So it allows you space to be able to, you know, move into the new, new goals, um, new energies, uh, you know, a renewed sense of self positivity moving forward into the next cycle. And the moon cycle is one month, right? So every one month, approximately, there's a new moon that comes around and same thing with the full moon. Now, I didn't realize it at the time, but I had gone to a full moon ceremony back in my yogi days when I was like high at my height of uh, really learning how to teach yoga. I think I had been a new yogi for about two years at this point in time, and I had gone on a yoga retreat with my coworkers, my other fellow yogis, And three of us 
decided one night we were going to go off the beaten path and we were going to go to a reserve nearby and we were going to go to this moon site or this moon ritual celebration. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I went along with it anyways because I was really interested in it and I wanted to support my friend who was really interested in it. So she said, okay, all we need to do is give them an offering of tobacco to uh, welcome us into the circle. Okay, great. She's like, I have it. Don't worry about it. It'll get us all in. Great. Okay, so we go. We go to this reserve. And it's all women. There's no men at all. It's definitely a feminine energy. And we sit around in this circle. And for those of you who aren't Canadian, um, this is the reserves are our indigenous people's uh, land area, kind of where the government kind of just sent them. Um, And so our indigenous populations, a good portion of them live on reserves. And uh, part of indigenous culture is um, doing these, you know, different types of rituals and traditions, uh, traditional ceremonies, whether it has to do with dance or music or uh, traditional beliefs, uh, spiritual beliefs. Um, They like to connect with the land a lot. And... uh, you know, for soulful purposes, using the full animal when they do kill an animal. So just being really mindful and conscious of the land and what the land has to offer us, which is uh, an amazing teaching. And I think every human being should experience that teaching in their life growing up, especially children, to really understand life uh, at its core with nature. So I go to this reserve with two of my friends and we sit in this circle and I'm just in awe of the music, the drumming, the language. It was definitely an indigenous language. I'm not sure which one, but it was not English. I didn't understand all the words, but uh, definitely an interesting experience culturally. And The elder, so there's usually an elder that leads it, and the elder was sitting at the top of the circle, and she had a eagle's wing. My friend next to me, at the end of the ceremony, she said to the elder, well, what does the eagle's wing symbolize? And the elder looked at her and gave her this big speech about the eagle's wing and how they got the eagle's wing. And then they said to her, I always said that whoever asked about it, whoever asked about the story, I would give it to them as a gift. So she handed my friend this this eagle's wing, which is an honor with indigenous culture and indigenous people. So she has this eagle's wing. Part of the, the full moon ceremony is to let go, right? So we all wrote down on pieces of paper what we needed to let go on, and we had a huge bonfire in the backyard of this house on this reserve, just us women, writing down all the things that we need to let go of, and then throwing it in the fire, and throwing whatever, and I saw these women throwing all these other sorts of things, garments, into the fire, these pieces of cloth into the fire that symbolized something for them. I'm not sure what it was, but it symbolized something for them that they needed to let go of. And so from that moment, I, I have been intrigued about 
full moon celebrations or uh, traditions. Um, but I never quite dove into it until I had the time during the pandemic to really research it and understand it. And I understood it on a surface level, you know, let go of things that no longer serve you on full moons and then create your goals list on new moons. That's your opportunity. And so that's how I was able to set my goals up to move here to London was I did just that every month. I would let go of what no longer served me. Whatever was holding me back from moving towards this adventure, I let go of. Whether it was people, energies, things that I needed to let go of in my life, I let go of. And then every new moon, I would set myself up with these goals that I had moving towards the next moon cycle that would move me towards my much larger goal of moving to London. And I found with each moon cycle, I was reevaluating my goals as I went along. Okay, is this still my goal? Do I need to change it? Do I need to tweak it so that I can really accomplish it? And so it made my goal setting more robust, but I was also starting to tune into the moon cycle and even its spiritual elements. What does that mean? What does the moon cycle even mean? You know, what does it mean spiritually? Because it obviously means something spiritually for the indigenous people. Well, they can't be the only people on the planet that believe that the moon has some sort of spiritual significance. I mean, let's think about it. The moon affects the tides. The energy of the moon affects the tides of the water. And I've always known this because when I went, when I was in high school, I went to New Brunswick on a on a school exchange trip. And New Brunswick has the highest tides in the world. Not Canada, not North America, the highest tides in the world. And so I knew about this concept of the moon really influencing the tides at a young age. Again, I was young, thought very surfacey like about it, never really investigated it. But as I moved through this ritual of full moon release, new moon setting goals, I started to really think on the concept of the moon and its energy and thinking about us as people. Well, we're made up of mostly water in our bodies. So if it's a if the moon is affecting the ocean tides, of course it must be affecting the molecules in our body, the water in our body must be affecting us. And maybe this is too like out there conversation topic for you. Totally understand it. This is like some way off the beaten path thinking. I've always been an unconventional thinker. I've always thought way off the deep, deep path into the woods, connecting dots where, you know, most people wouldn't connect dots or even think to connect dots. And here I am pondering on this a little bit deeper. Okay, well, there has to be a deeper meaning to the moon. Okay, I let that go. Not important. Got so many things to do. I have London adventures to get ahead of. Okay, so I get here to London. Well, a lot of people found me inspiring and were in awe of my ability to get up and leave and sell all my belongings and jump ship and move to a completely different 
country, continent, at the tail end of the pandemic. What? I even had people say to me, you know you're moving in the middle of a pandemic, right? And I said, yeah, but my my grandparents moved in the middle of the war. What's the difference? There's always something going on in the world anyways. What's the difference? That was my thought process anyways. You know, if something's going to happen, it's going to happen either way, no matter where you are in the, in the world. And, uh, you know, it's all about living life. So a lot of people expressed their inspiration, their thought process, their support towards me when I made the big jump and they found out about it. And I got lots of messages, lots of voice notes, lots of DMs on my Instagram of, you know, how inspiring it was and how amazing it was that I was able to do that. And I thought about it and I said to myself, well, I have a concept here that really works and it's worked for me. So maybe I should try and create something so that other people have the opportunity to jump into their dreams and their goals with ease, because I find that there's actually quite a few people that don't know how to set goals. And there's quite a few people that don't know how to follow through with them, even if they know how to set them. And there's quite a few people that don't know how to really break goals down into achievable goals. Okay, well, I have the antidote here. (laughs) I have the method. I have the ingredients list. I have the recipe. Let's make it happen. So in my downtime here in London, I found myself sitting in cafes and creating, and I created this really cool planner that revolves around not just planning, but journaling around the moon cycle. So I have it in this planner. I haven't really released it because I'm still in the process of, uh, you know, experiencing it myself to see how well it works before I really release it to you guys. Don't worry, it's coming. You want a copy, it's coming. Um, But uh, I wanted to really use it first before I, you know, handed it off to you guys. And uh, so I created this planner. I said, said to myself, okay, well, I have the recipe here. I know it works. And I know from understanding psychology And studying it and understanding human behavior and being a teacher with all my training and, you know, what organization looks like, what it takes to really, really accomplish something much, much larger that you think is so out of reach, but it really isn't that far. So I have the recipe here. Let me create it for you guys. Let me help you out. Let me inspire you to inspire yourself. Okay. So I created this planner. It's called the Ambitions Planner because, you know, it's pretty ambitious to set yourself some goals like that and to constantly review them and to constantly push forward towards meeting them. So I have this Ambitions Planner sitting here waiting to get released. It's going to come, don't worry. And I'm thinking to myself, but no, the concept of the moon cycle is much, much deeper than that. How deep does it actually go? And then so along my journey path, when I started diving into spirituality, I started diving back into studying religion again. 
and understanding on a deeper level that religions use the moon cycle. There's actually quite a few religions that use the moon cycle. And on this day of the 21st of March, 2023, it marks the day of Ramadan, or I believe it's the day after. It's With Ramadan, it's the sighting of the moon. So Ramadan, for the Islamic religion, which is about fasting, about understanding poverty and empathy, having empathy for those in, in, in poverty that don't have the things that we do, people that don't have the things that we do, and giving to charity, and diving into the discipline of fasting, which is not an easy thing to do. And Judaism, this marks the start of the Judaic calendar. Wow, my mind is just blown here. I've uncovered some really cool things here about the moon that goes much deeper than just the surface of looking up in the sky and seeing its beautiful color up in the sky, nice and round, or maybe at different times of the month you can see a crescent moon, or you know, yet to see blood moons or eclipses. Those things are cool, but no, to really understand on a spiritual level what it actually means and how it's been used within the concept of scripture and culture and religion and spirituality in and it crosses over into multiple spiritual realms is what i've discovered it is not just with the indigenous people but it's with other religions and other spiritual practices as well and i find this and I, i'm still a baby i'm still a newbie on on understanding all of this i can't say i can't really speak from you know, having years of wisdom or anything. I, I'm, I'm just speaking from what I know, from what I've learned already. And uh, the, the concept of the moon is quite special. And I feel like as I dive into my spiritual center a little bit more, and this becomes more of a spiritual journey for me, how incredibly in awe I am of scripture and the moon and everything I'm learning, and everything I'm learning about myself and, and understanding. And I'm, I'm only more curious than ever before about it all. Now, if, you, if you're more curious about my journey, about understanding the moon, you're welcome to DM me, send me an email, send me a, a message, whatever you like. I'd, I'd love to talk more about it. If you know more information than I do, cool, I'm open to it. Send me a message. Let's talk about it. But as you move forward into the week ahead, think about it. What has the moon cycle meant to you or has it meant nothing? And that's okay too, because for some people, it, to me, it means nothing. Maybe it's just a little ball in the sky. That's cool. But has it meant anything for you? You know, have you really thought about it on a spiritual level? Are you a spiritual person? Do you follow scripture? Do you, do you follow these traditional paths of religion with the moon cycle? 
And if you do, you know, how much impact does it have in your life? What does it mean to you? So these are some of the questions that I'm asking myself these days. So as you move through the week ahead, ask yourself these questions. And maybe you even give it a try on this new, on the next new moon cycle. Set yourself some goals. And on the full moon, let go and release. Let it be a time of release. Let go of what no longer serves you, whether that's journaling or, you know, maybe you're just taking a bath or maybe you have a little bonfire in the back backyard, what have you. Whatever it is that you need to do to release the energies, the thoughts, whatever is not long, no longer serving you. And see how you do with, you know, even just following the moon cycle. What does that mean to you? Or, or maybe it means nothing to you, and that's okay too. But maybe just give it a try. See if anything comes from it. Something to think about over the next week, because, you know, I always give you something to think about, right? I want these to be meaningful and uh, a time that you take out of your day to really, you know, provoke a thought process in your mind. Maybe you agree with me and maybe you disagree. That's totally cool, too. Maybe you want to add on to what I have to say. That's cool, too. I'm open to whatever you guys have to present to me because I think being open to um, what God has presented, what the universe has presented, and, you know, what your energies present to me, I think is only going to make be more wise and uh, have more to deliver to you guys. So I'm open to those conversations. Of course, as always, I so appreciate your support. If you haven't already pressed that subscribe button, go ahead and press the subscribe button so you get notifications every Friday I release an episode. Don't want to miss another episode because they are getting deeper and deeper. And I will start talking a little bit more about spirituality. You can those resonate with you. Awesome. If you want to skip those, you can skip those. Make sure to put it in my description, whether or not they're more spiritual or not, um, just to be more sensitive to my audience. And uh, yeah, much gratitude for the support, the love. I'm so excited. I, I just enjoy sharing my journey. I enjoy sharing my wisdom. I enjoy sharing my thoughts with all of you. It means so much to be able to have, to have this opportunity to do that and this platform to do it. And uh, I look forward to, to sharing more with you as, as life goes on and, and as I experience more and as I learn more. Um, so until next week, this is going to be a short and sweet one. So until next week, enjoy the week ahead. Think about the challenge. And, uh, and any feedback you have, I'm totally open to. Until next Friday, we'll talk soon. Enjoy the week.